Hello. 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 <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's go! Hey, kids. Hey, Dad. War crimes will be prosecuted. I chose this profession, so therefore I, I earned beer. You want to go to the Nat Day? The feeling is definitely there. You don't know my name! It's a new morning in America. This is the old dude, Harry J. Reynolds. Step into my office. There's not going to be too many punks. Don't you stop worrying about the punks? Ah, fuck you! That's my name! Yeah, let's go to the punk show. Introducing for your listening pleasure. It's episode 36 of the High Fives Podcast. Roll call, Mike. Nathan. How are you? I'm all right, and you? Good, good. Michael, why don't you tell the good folks what this episode is all about? Why don't you just put me on the spot like that? You think I'm prepared? <laughs> you know, you I do the, we just get off to it. You get, do the intros, and I do the, I do the witty remarks in between that the, aren't so witty. <laughs> they're more woody than witty. Very true, very true. Well, you came up with I this did, one. I did come up with this So, one. you know, I'm just, I'm going to throw the ball sh- to you straight away. All right. Let's see the dunk. <sighs> throw it down. I'm more of a layup kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> the technical off the, off the backboard. No swish. There's no swish to No, it wasn't that. even a swish. Like the, like, Is the, that glide, the, ball? the gliding th- one the, that like John Stockton would do. <laughs> Because he couldn't reach the net. Who references John Stockton other than you? I don't know. You reference all the greats. Horace Grant, John Stockton. (laughs) Anyone else? Detlef Schrempf. (laughs) (laughs) Classic. That's a, that's a, that's right at, that's a, right at an NBA jam, Well, I never which I played yesterday, the original NBA jam. I was so stoked. How did he get on NBA jam? Like, was Seattle that bad? Like, I don't feel like Sean he was Kemp. that good. Yeah. No, I think I think he was actually a pretty good player. Really? Yeah. I just I think, I feel like, yeah, maybe he was. Who I mean, it? they made jerseys for him and everything, too. <laughs> oh, well. That's a dead-end conversation. Yeah, it is. We're, yeah. we're, we're not a sports it's podcast. It's good thing we're not doing improv. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's, that's it, everybody. So I picked uh, our five favorite Asian Man Records releases. Yes. Why, Yes, Nate? you did. Why? Yeah, tell me why. You know why I did? Because I feel like Asian Man Records is a label that doesn't get a lot of respect. I'm, when you start going into the punk rock world, it's a label that's been around for a very long time. It's stuck to its DIY ethics. Totally. Uh, it's released a heck of a lot more things than even I thought. Yes. Um, and uh, selfishly, I kind of think it's just one of the labels that's run really well, like with like a good moral perspective too. Like I think Mike Park's a legit good guy. Yeah, I do too. I, I mean, it's the only true DIY label left, I think. Like, I mean, he still runs it out of his parents' garage in Northern California. And, I mean, he, you're right. He just seems like a genuinely nice guy. Um, the th- the reason I thought you picked it, or the reason I always thought maybe you had a stronger connection to Asian Man Records was because, like, he kind of made it seem possible to do what he's doing. Exactly. And that... I mean, I think that was my inspiration when we started Corrupt Records. And I think probably, I mean, we had a, 
more so you than anybody else had kind of a back and forth with Mike Park in terms of recruiting bands onto compilations. That wasn't even actually me. That was Justin. Okay. But that, I did want to bring Shut that up. Out. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't listen. <laughs> no. Uh, no, but I did want to bring that up. That is one of the reasons that I, that we thought we could do the things like, yeah. cause we were like, well, we're putting on shows and stuff. Mike Park said, just put out albums, like just do it. And that's why he did it, right? Because yeah. he couldn't get his band signed anywhere else. And he, I mean, how many bands has that guy been in or is in still? Like, I think he's involved in quite a bit. Yeah. So. It seems like an endless supply of bands. Yeah. And like, um, the, like when we did contact him for our compilations and stuff, he's the only label that didn't talk to us about lawyers. Right. Or royalty fees. He just sent us stacks of discs and was like, use whatever you want. Just uh, let me know and send me a copy. Right. Which I thought was really cool. Like at that time, I was like, wow, this guy's really nice. And I mean, maybe we thought he was bigger than he was at the time. But even so, it was really cool. Like I won't drop names for other labels, but some other labels were fucking dicks to us. We'd yeah. be like, hey, we're putting out a compilation. Would your band like to put a song? No, I'll talk to our lawyers. Yeah. Here's some, give us some, some royalties for that. And like. Up the punks. For the thousand dollars or the thousand copies of this album we're going to make. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh, I, I I think he's probably still like that. Reading the website, because uh, I did do a little research, I uh, got on my computer for a little bit. It's a computer, Nate. Yeah, it's this new... I th- only know about iPads, just we'll like We'll talk about it in the break. We'll talk okay. about it in the break. Um, but yeah, he, he he says that in his frequently asked questions. He addresses the fact that people think he's a lot bigger than he is, like his label's a lot bigger than it is, and... Mm-hmm. He's like, it's me, one other person, and his mom, like, helps out. <laughs> so, I mean, three-man operation at, at that stage of the game with that many bands and that many releases. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty impressive. Um, I also just like that they've always been involved with, like, anti-racist action stuff and totally. causes like that, plea for peace. Um, uh, they had the Scott Against Racism comps and those kind of things. And, and uh, their compilations, I found out a lot about uh, like third wave ska at the time, which I maybe mean, is not cool now for a lot of people, but at that time it was really neat to see all these bands doing this something that you hadn't really heard much about. Yeah, and those are kind of the forgotten compilations of that like late '90s, right? Yeah, or early 2000s is those Asian man uh, mail order is fun comps, yeah. and I revisited those, you know, in prep uh, prepping for this this episode, and like there was a lot of I'm sure nostalgia has something to do with it, but there was a lot of really good songs on there. Um, you know, like it, it still stands up. Yeah. I would, I would say so. There's still some stuff on there. And it, like you said, nostalgia might play part in that, but yeah, who cares? Yeah. Um, and one of the other th- cool things about Mike Park that I read was, um, it was an interview during the 50th anniversary show that they put on. And he was saying that like for a bit there, he felt like, like he had, as you get older, he was like separating himself from, from the scene kind of, he's like, he was starting to feel old and not, not with it, I guess, with the kids. Okay. So he started going, like forcing himself to go to basement shows and like all ages shows again and things like that in, in the area. And then he was, and then he got re- revitalized and like found all these new bands like Andrew Jackson Jihad and like, uh, right. uh, Lemuria and Ball the Music Industry and stuff like that. And he's like, and then it like started a new wave for, for Asian man again, which well, I yeah. thought was really cool. Like, cause as someone's getting older and like, it's really hard. I mean, I'd love to pretend that I can get off my ass and get to like an all ages show. But if I went to an all ages show, I'd feel like a creepy old dude. So I really respect somebody that's like, puts that like the ethic above the creepiness feeling. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, well, and I mean, it's reflective in the roster now, right? Or in the releases now. Um, because I kind of half expected, you know, like I'm going to have to go into, you know, the depths of my record collection to find, you know, Asian man records that, uh, releases that I, I liked or would consider my favorites. And, uh, you know, I just found a bunch of new stuff that I hadn't really expected to find. Um, and totally like a, a big variation in terms of style of music. Like it's not just ska, like it was when they were kind of putting out those mail order comps. Yeah. So, and I thought one other quick, quick, uh, fact thing, I thought it was really funny that like, uh, how many of the Chicago bands were on this label? Oh yeah. And like, there's that big tree of like, um, Tuesday slapstick, Broadway's alkaline trio, Lawrence arms. And they just all like stuck with him, which is really cool. It is cool, yeah. And I mean, it must have been good for him, too, when they moved up the ranks, like a band like Lawrence Arms, a band like Less Than Jake, where, you know, uh, a band like Alkaline Trio or Matt Skiba, you know, where where they're continuing to get bigger and, you know, get bigger record deals. And I would imagine, you know, fans that are coming on at that level are probably going back and craving and wanting those those early releases, right? So I'm sure that does all right for him. Yeah, I'm sure. And it's cool. Like, yeah. Seems like there's a big fraternity within within all of that, right? Like that there there's a there's a basis of friendship that starts these relationships between the bands and the and the music uh and the record label, and it seems like that friendship is what really takes priority throughout the experience. And that's yeah, that's something I've really always respected about Asian Man Records. Like it feels like again, not that we had anything, but that's what we wanted to create with our band, with our label was like yeah. the bands to get along and want to play together and stuff like that. And I know Fat Records sort of had that, but that dissipated. I mean, the original ones maybe still do, but it's kind of just dissipated a little bit. And I don't think, I think, like you said, I think those Asian man bands, there was like lineups of people wanting to go to that 15th anniversary show. Like, I think you said one of the only bands he struggled to get to play was Link 80. Oh, wow. But like he said, he had, to, he had to start telling people no, and it was hard. And then he originally wanted one venue, and then he had to make two venues, which made it difficult for him because he wanted to see all the bands and stuff. Right, right. So it's really cool that all these bands, that, and like you said, some of them have exploded, and they're still respecting their original label and where they come from kind of thing. So, Which is a really punk rock thing to do. The punkest. The punkest. Up the punks, mate. <laughs> so there you have it. It's... Uh Top five Asian Man Records releases. Let's talk quickly about what you've been listening to. Yeah, because we've skipped over this the last few episodes. We have. So there's, I, I tried to keep it current. Uh, so something that came up on the uh, the High Fives uh, WhatsApp chat was this band called Delta Sleep that I'd never heard of before. Uh, I think Dan put it out there. Oh, um, I missed this. I feel like a jerk. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't hear this or see this on the chat. Yeah, j- just something that uh, I think it was Dan that that he put up there and said, yeah, you know, something I kind of checked out. It has a bit of that like American football feel, but it's a bit more aggressive. But just in kind of the musicality of it, um, it it, it kind of goes through waves of like that, that kind of style of guitar playing, let's say. Um, so yeah, they've got a full length and an EP out that, uh, I grabbed and I really dig in both of those. Um, also been listening to that new Spanish love songs album schmaltz. Yeah. I really like it. I, I think, uh, it sounds a lot like Menzingers. I've heard some a people say, like yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Which but is fine. I don't feel like it's a rip off at the same time. And maybe, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. know I don't know. I wouldn't call it a ripoff because it's really just that genre of music, and there's a whole His bunch of bands. His voice sounds a lot like Tom May's. Yeah, um, 
but uh, I really like it. Like I, I've heard some people say, oh, it just sounds like one big song. And I don't know if I agree with that. And even if it is, then it's one hell of a song. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I've been listening to that. And then lastly, um, I've been listening to both those uh, Free Throw and Sorority Noise, those new albums. Uh, Free Throw put out Missing Pieces EP and Sorority Noise put out Y-N-A-A-Y-T. I'm looking to you. Do you know what it is? What that's? I can't remember. It's Isn't that what the album's name was and they just abbreviated it now i can't remember oh that would make you're sense you're not uh you're not as blank as you th- yeah you're think? not as black as you think yeah blank as you think <laughs> yeah. i don't know why i didn't put that together i guess i didn't yeah. go to detective school but uh you're no colombo no but uh what they did uh both of those bands and they're on the same label actually uh triple crown records um they revisited songs from the previous albums which I don't know. I, I think most times you'd think, well, that doesn't sound that cool, but it's really cool. Yeah. When uh, when I heard about it, and I think you had mentioned it, I was like, oh, this is going to suck. Yeah. I, all I could think was like, oh, they're just going to cash in and do some acoustic stuff. Yay. But it's not just it's stripped n- down. Like, they've changed the songs. I love both those albums. Yeah. Like, they were shockingly good. And then they added, both of them added a new, brand new track to both of those albums. And I dig both those new tracks too. So if you're into either of those bands, uh, the thing I really like about it is you get to experience the lyrics a lot more. Like you're not kind of really intently listening for them. They're, they're there, they're present because it's a slowered down version yep. of all those songs, but really good songs. It's kind of weird how you can have the same song in it feel totally different totally 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 to you mike uh i've been listening to a lot of stuff because i I felt like the last month things started to finally pick up yeah but i'll just i'll just do three quick ones here uh the penske file yeah and it's one it's funny because that band i've always kind of liked them but never enough to like care yeah (laughs) does that make sense yeah sure like i'm always like oh that album's good but then i'm just like it's in my collection and it's never come on again yeah and this last one seems really good like i don't know if it's the production value or the songwriting or something it's just a lot better than the other ones that they've done it's funny because i know you hate the spit shine in music yeah and that's what kind of doesn't do it for me on this one weird yeah like the production's a little too kind of glossy for me i i prefer the previous album to it it's a good album don't get me wrong um i've listened to it a couple times i'll probably listen continue to listen to it but yeah i i, I it's that is weird uh what else i listen to uh lindy ortega oh yeah which is really again weird for me because might i just must be getting old if i'm starting <laughs> to pick it a country album as one of the albums i've listened to the most yeah year. like i think i've listened to this album more than any other album all year wow it's awesome and the last one would be the warren woman Oh, okay, yeah. It's so fucking good. I've given it a spin. I haven't given it uh, a fair enough shakes to, to really comment, but I've I've heard lots of good things about it. I just love the lyrics. I love the music. It's it's like just so in your face. Yeah. It's great. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I don't know. This isn't a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff you've been turning me on to, like that Spanish so- love songs. I listen to that a little bit and the sorority noise. I tend to turn you on. You do turn me on. Yeah. Man. You are good at turning me on. <laughs> The the absolute like sincerity <clears throat> in your eyes right there was it was amazing. It's because I'm a sociopath. W- once again, I I wish we had a camera in here, just to so everyone could enjoy that moment. One of these days. Here we go. Let's uh, let's get on to the top five because it's been a lot of talking, but we haven't seen each other in a while, and that's what tends to happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna come out with uh, this is my first this is my first pick. Believe it or not. 
No. Yeah, this is the first one. This, that's crazy. I know. I know. So this is the thing about Asian Man Records is they have, um, they'll pick up like a friend's band that puts out their album by themselves. You know, like they put out their own record and then he'll pick it up and put the vinyl out or like do a release in some way that yeah. isn't the digital version, right? Because the band wants to grab onto the digital version. Also another cool thing. Like totally. Like I'm sure there's no contract around that. It's just, yeah, I'll press your record and I'll release it. And here's another avenue for people to pick it up. And you know, it's win-win for both of us. Totally. So, um, and I find that, you know, he does that a fair amount. Like when you kind of go through the, ro the band roster, they're not all, not all the bands that are listed there are Asian man records bands, yeah. but they do have re releases through the label. This is one of those bands uh, that released their own uh, album and then uh, Asian man records released it as a vinyl. I don't know if it was any more than that. Uh, the band is uh, a band that I really enjoy. And I think that uh, this got to be another one of Mike, uh, Mike Park's friends uh, being Dan Vapid and the Methadones put out a record uh, through Asian man, which is uh, just a self-titled record. And uh, the song I chose called Ariel. Awesome. Band. I don't think that gets enough love. Like I only just kind of found them recently. And uh, I think a lot of the people that I'd shared that music with were like, never heard of this or oh really i thought they were like part of that whole screeching weasel kind of like queers kind of thing yeah i don't know i i don't know i mean um i mean dan vapid's pretty separated from ben weasel now right so, yeah yeah but i just think that whole group together like i've heard of, and like the steinways and things like that like they have a lot more records than i even knew of but i didn't know about this one yeah so there you go methadones self-titled cool to you. To me. Uh, the first one is uh, an album from 2016. Oh. Which is uh, made one of my favorite albums of the year list. Yeah, that's new. Uh, no, there's 30. So there's a lot of people can make that list. <laughs> no, I mean, that's new. Like, it's only two years old. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's a band from Chicago. So he's keeping up with the Chicago trend. Yeah. And it's dousing. Nice. And the album's okay. Yes. Which, is, which was their third third album, I think. Yes. And I think if I, I'm not a hundred percent correct, but he might've done the, went back and re-released one of the other albums, like kind of how, like how you said, like dousing it ori originally released it on maybe count your lucky stars. And then Asian man might've gone and pressed it again or something for him. Okay. But I'm not a hundred percent sure. So I just keep making that all up. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. You don't care. This album for sure is on Asian man. Spin and fiction. High fives podcast. We don't do the research <laughs> and neither should you. Just pretend it's the truth. <laughs> That's how I get by in life. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is uh, this is a really solid album, and uh, it's got that kind of emo pop punk revival thing going. Yeah, I really like this band a lot. And the song I picked was "Red Legs Kicking," and that's like another kind of. Um that's the progression of the record label, right? Like this is not a band you would have expected to be on Asian man records. It's kind of their answer to the org core. Yeah, exactly. You know, not takeover, but you know what I mean? Like the, so they've adapted. Absolutely. Yeah. And found a great band yeah. to represent them in the org core community. In the org core. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So methadones, Ariel and dousing with red legs kicking.
Well, Mike, it finally happened. I picked dousing for my list, too. Oh, you jerk. Off the album, okay. <laughs> and I was contemplating, what are we going to do when this happens? Should we just go for it? I didn't pick the same song. Okay. I actually picked uh, Feeling Better. Oh. Uh, was the song I chose. But I did have an audible in here, and I don't normally have one. Wow, look at you pulling a mic book. So I think I might use my audible. Go for it. Yeah. Um, but I won't use it here. All right. I'm just letting you know what's happening. You, you just know, did that because you know. we had a conversation earlier, and I was like, if it ever happens, I'm going to throw an audible your way, and you won't even know. <laughs> and you beat me to it. But you know, because yeah. I'm not that kind of guy. You We're different me. that way. You're a nicer guy than me. We're different. That's cool. I mean, it's, it's what you need in a friendship. You don't want the exact same person. No, it'd be boring. Yeah, it'd be super boring. But I'm not going to use it now. I'll use it later. The audible. Let's let's clarify. No yeah. audible? Not right now. All right, you save that for the fourth quarter. But later. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, shakalaka. Yeah. Um, so my next pick is going to be, uh, I'm just going to come out with it. It's going to be Dan Andriano. Oh, nice. Another friend of Mike Park's. Uh, you would hope. <laughs> well, I mean, they've known each other a very long time. But again, this is that like, this is that camaraderie, right? Like, Alkaline Trio kind of. I, did they start with Asian Man Records, or were they somewhere yeah. else first? I think they might have recorded a demo, and then I think their first release is on Asian Man. Okay, as far as I know. So Asian Man Records, Alkaline Trio kind of blows up for a while. And then Dan decides to do a solo project and comes back to Asian Man Records. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he probably could have got a, a bigger deal somewhere else. I don't know. I mean, I would think, you know, his name being with Alkaline Trio would be substantial enough that maybe there were offers. Like, I'm sure he could have gone to, at, at minimum, Epitaph or something like that, right? Yeah, I would think so. But he went back, Which and that's cool. awesome. And this um, is a really good album. It is. Uh, well, which album I should? I should. He well, has I like two. Al- I like both albums, so that I would be content with both albums. I prefer Hurricane Season. I do as well. Um, both albums are good, but I prefer Hurricane Season. Um, and I mean, I always like Dan's songs better in Alkaline Trio than than Matt's. I so, generally do as well. Yeah, so I was stoked that he kind of went out and did his own solo thing. I really like his voice, and I think he's a great songwriter. Um, so I, uh, I picked a slower song. We're going to slow it down just a touch and take it back a little bit. Uh, the song's called This Light, and this is like one of those songs that I can't not sing to in the car. That's good. Yeah, it is good. It's real good. Real good. We're not in the car, so we won't sing to you now. Oh. But uh, that's my choice, Dan Andriano oh. and the Emergency Room. I don't, I don't totally get that. It's a very long name. It is a very Seems long name. Seems unnecessary for a solo <laughs> artist. But there you have it. Maybe there's some sort of like um, uh, legal reason. Maybe. Do you can't do you, use your own name? No, but maybe he maybe because of alkaline trio stuff. Maybe he. Who knows? Oh yeah. Songwriting credits. Who knows? You never know. These record label types. Yeah. <laughs> lawyers. Lawyers. Fucking lawyers. All right, Mike. Number two to you. Number two, um, the second one is I'm going to go with one of my Mike Parks bands. Oh, right on. Since it would be kind of funny to put out an episode dedicated to his label and then screw over his oh, bands. I'm glad and, you did it. Yeah, I didn't think you would. No. <laughs> <laughs> no I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see which one it is. Um, I went with the Bruce Lee band. Okay, cool. 
Uh, is it off the new record? Yes. Off yeah, the latest I one. like the new record actually. It's really good. It is. It was yeah. surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, Not to slam on the Bruce Lee band, but you know, like it, kind it just, of the the other releases that they put out, like yeah, it's they were it, a product of the time, I think. Yeah, yeah, and this was it. it I, I felt like there was a change. Yeah. Um, so on this one, I think uh, he changed up the band because uh, Jeff Rosenstock's in it now, and the uh, someone from the Hard Girls. Okay. And someone from the Chinkies. I'm not too sure if the if any of the, I doubt any of them. Well, definitely Jeff Rosenstock wasn't in the original Bruce Lee band. No, and I I, I don't imagine, know Hard Girls. Like I know the band name, but I've never listened. I would to imagine them. they wouldn't have been in the original version of Bruce Lee band either. Yeah. Um, and the song I picked. Well, I guess I should say the album. Hey, so, you did. You said the new one. Yeah, but there, there was an EP <laughs> and the. Oh, true enough. And the EP wasn't actually on Asian Man. Don't confuse our our listeners, Mike. I just want to inform the listener. Yeah, inform them. Yeah. Don't did you know? Did you know the EP wasn't on Asian Man? Uh, no. Exactly. <laughs> Neither did I, because I almost picked the EP, and then I looked. I'm like, oh, it wasn't on Asian Man. I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm going. Yeah, I'm that guy. <laughs> the album's called "Everything Will Be All Right, My Friend." And, uh, which kind of makes sense for this moment right here. Yeah. yeah. Everything will be all right, Nate. Excellent. This podcast will be all right. I'm glad. And the song I picked was Generations, which has uh, guest vocals from Jesse Michaels of Operation Ivy. Ah, look at that. He's got a band that's on that label right now, too. Not Common Rider. Was Common Rider on there? The Common Rider hasn't been around for a while. No. A new uh, one? I feel like it's, it's a different band. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. But I don't know what it is. So I'm bringing you half half cooked information, yeah. half baked. I'll trust you. Okay, you got a reason to lie to me. <laughs> I have every reason. Yeah. Uh, Dan Andriano, this light and Bruce Lee band generations. Is there something that I should know? Some handshake or some secret code? Get me through your doorway one more time Is there a button I can press To black out noise from all the rest You're the only sound I need to hear See I'm burning up out here in this light Looks so pretty from the inside but out here it's too damn bright Now your voice sounds so far away So I respond to the delay And I wait to hear you say to come home Is there a place that I can go To forget the things I've never known Cause I don't want to want anymore Is there a dream that I can have Where I don't wake up freezing inside Or could you show me how to sleep on my back See I'm burning up out here in this life 
looks so pretty from the inside But out here it's too damn bright Now your voice sounds so far away So I respond to the delay And I wait to hear you say to come home I can't always be right there But I can get there soon I can't always hold your hand But I will always love you Now I'm freezing out here in this light Looks so pretty from the inside But out here it's too damn bright Now your voice sounds so far away So I respond to the delay And I wait to hear you say to come home And I wait to hear So is that like sixth wave ska, do you think? <laughs> Seventh? Who knows? What wave are we on? We're on a wave. Let's catch a wave, bro. All right, Brody. Nice choice. Nice choice, Mike. Way to, way to embrace the episode. Yeah. I like it. All right. 
This is where I'm going to play my audible right here. You didn't even have to tell me it was an audible, but thanks for being honest. Yeah. Just so you know. So you're keeping up with what we're doing here. Um, I just listened to this record today and I was avoiding this record pretty much the entire time that I was creating a list for this episode. Cause I was like, there's no way that I'm going to like this, this record like now. And I kept putting it off and I had a couple other bands lined up and they just, it was kind of like I would listen to half the, the album and then I would just get bored. Potshot was one of those records. I, I thought about Potshot. And it, yeah, I feel like in my head I like Potshot still, but I don't know if I could listen to a Potshot album anymore. I love it when it comes on the shuffle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> by about halfway through the album, I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, I can go on to the next thing now. Um, so they got cut. <laughs> so I thought, I'm going to I'm gonna do it. I'm going to listen to this album. And I did. And um, I felt like it, it deserved to be on top five releases of Asian Man Records. I mentioned the band already. The band is less than Jake. The only album they did with uh, Asian Man Records is Pezcor. Um, I mean, Losing Streak was a big jump. I didn't realize they went to Capitol like right after that. Um, so Weird. we go from like a real small indie, la- or, yeah, indie label to um, Capitol Records. Caught that wave. <laughs> yeah. But again, must have helped Mike Park out, you know, when when people were just finding, you know, less than Jake on losing streak, you got to only go one album back and, you know, you've got his label's record. Yeah. The first time I ever heard less than Jake was actually on that mail order is fun. Oh, okay. Um, and I don't like, it's not a good song on there though. Liquor store. Oh, is that the one? Yeah. Cause they have big on another one, which is from Pezcor as well, oh. which is not his liquor song. store from Pezcor. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever actually listened to Pezcor like in like probably 20 years. Yeah, no, I, I don't yeah. think I did either, but I was avoiding it. Huh? But I did, and I, you know what? Like, I, I definitely nostalgia plays a, a, a role in there, um, but I don't think anybody who grew up kind of in the stream of the time that we did didn't have this or many Less Than Jake records. Um, and there's a lot of great songs on there. I mean, there's some skip-worthy songs for sure, <laughs> but for, on the whole, like, it's a good record. So it stands up enough for me to put it on this. Uh, the as song, your audible. As my audible. <laughs> I'm just That's kidding. Right. That's right. It's my sixth pick. Um, the song is Shotgun. And uh, that's all I have to say. It came out in 95. That's all you have to say about that. It's a that. long time ago. It's like 23 years ago. It's a long time. Yeah. Um, what band did I pick? Yeah, we're on number three. Getting old. I can't even read my writing anymore. We should get a ticker for every time you say i'm getting old yeah it could be a drinking game for somebody if they drank (laughs) we're the two worst participants for a drinking game you guys drink we'll sit here and watch (laughs) best night ever yeah uh i went with bomb music industry and the album was scrambles right on uh do you like bomb music industry i do yeah yeah they were kind of something i fell into really liked um, but really late or really light? Late. I think you said light. <laughs> light, mate. <laughs> I was like, I'll fill into them pretty light. I'm like, I am old. I don't even know this cool <laughs> slang that Nate's using anymore. <laughs> You're not woke enough. No, I guess I'm not. I do like them. Um, but I came into them after Jeff Rose, Rosenstock. Okay. So I got into him before, um, which I actually think was a good progression. 
Yeah, for you, I would say that was a good progression. Yeah. I don't know if you would have liked them off the bat yeah when they first hit yeah i feel maybe not so i started hearing about them like online in message boards and things like that and uh people started comparing them to a against me if against me played ska (laughs) and i was like that sounds ridiculous (laughs) i see the ska reference to it just because it's kind of k like because there's horns i guess and originally i think just keyboards and i think the first one might just be him in like a home studio right um anyway but there's like that folk element to it so i see where people are making the comparison and uh but uh it didn't really <laughs> didn't really connect with me the first time i heard it and then after i was like wait a minute those lyrics are really funny like he's a funny and clever guy yeah and that's that's what really hooked me and then like the songs grow on you and i love how chaotic and like energetic it and sounds fun like they a are. big party yeah like it sounds right? so fun yeah like, i would love to see well i guess they're not around anymore but i would have loved to see them or jeff rosenstock well, and I wonder who would have made up the band because, like, when you look at their releases, well, it's like all over the place, right? Like, it's this huge collective of artists, and it's like, oh, uh, Capigulli just showed up into town. Let's get you on the record too, and like, it just and it, like it, Lauren Steve, Laura Stevenson's in yeah. there and stuff like that. I think she was in it from quite a bit, but um, yeah, there's tons of people on all the on all the releases and stuff. Yeah. So um, one of the other cool things about them, I thought, was that they gave away all all their stuff online for free. Right. On like, their uh, their website. Yeah. So, again, that's something cool that was worked out on this on this album because Mike Park released it, the CD of it, and maybe the vinyl. But yeah. you could still download it for free just off their website. Well, they do have a donate. Yeah. <laughs> Mike just rolled his eyes. No. Just, it was I, the eye I, I roll do, I do emoji. Do, I do donate. I just I, said, it's cool that they did this. Totally. And they still worked out deals with a label to put out an album and say, like, hey, We're you, giving this out for free. But put it out. And I guess like with a donation suggestion that Mike Kondik is going to ignore. Wow, <laughs> under the bus. Well, you put yourself there. I, I just did. rolled the bus. That's true. You honked and laughed. <laughs> Out of the way. <laughs> you just laid there to the moon, Alex. Like an to invalid. the moon. <laughs> Um, so which song did I pick? I picked, uh, there's a bunch on them that I like, but I picked, uh, 25. Awesome. Because it's a song about getting old it and is. not wanting to get old. It is a song about getting old. And it's got a cool sample at the end. And do you know who the sample is? I don't. Oh, well, maybe at the end of playing the song, you can tell me if you know or not. Okay. All right. So what did you pick again? <laughs> Lesson Jake, Shotgun. What was that album? Uh, the album's Pez Core, Mike. I'm just testing you. <laughs> it's like Org Core, but mostly to do with Pez. Pez. Yeah. Yeah. There should be more songs about Pez. A whole <laughs> should genre. there? I feel no. Probably not. No. Pez is the worst. What? Yeah. Let's not talk about this. <laughs> Let's be friends. This is about unity. And who? <laughs> <laughs> All the music industry with uh, uh, 25, 25 off scrambles. Okay. All right. Just play the music. <laughs>
walk two miles in the rain in a suit My feet torn up on my father's shoes Receipts and cars tumble out of my pocket To the floor of a station, I still thrown up a wallet Up a flight of stairs to Herald Square The umbrellas of New York take up too much air So we just walk real slow And double our This episode has been frustrating for me, and it's been uh, filled with uh, first times, let's say. So the first one was the uh, dousing pick that, that you chose, yeah. um, and I also chose dousing, and then we both chose the same album, and I said, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make an audible here. I'm going to not pick that song. I'm going to go to my last cut, and I'm going to introduce that. And then we go on a little bit into the episode, and oh, there you are again, right behind me, but yet in front of me <laughs> with Bomb the Music oh, Industry. Always going forward. Not going only backward. did I pick Bomb the Music Industry, but I also picked Scrambles. Okay. And then it went for the trifecta. No. I picked 25. Wow. With exclamation point. So I'm holding to that. Okay. We're not going to play it again. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but I am holding that as my pick. I, I have no more audibles. I'm exhausted with this episode. Clearly. Yeah. Um, clearly, I have to make a lot more better. I feel like you made some really strong decision decisions in placement, and I made no decisions. And I feel like that's... That gives you the win this time. I get to play off you, though, so that's that's why I just <laughs> shuffle my deck. You get deck. to play with me. Well, I'll be in the ring. 
So, anyways, that's my next pick. I didn't have much more to say about it than uh, that's the thing. You, you said a lot about it. Um, one thing I did, uh, the thing that I really like about their website, though, is for each album, they have like a big long write up of how the album was created. And then they have, you know, they'll have the lyrics. Uh, but before the lyrics, it's like where the song was written and how it was you know, like what inspired the song to be written. And I really enjoyed, yeah, I really enjoyed reading a lot of that stuff. So for scrambles, um, one of the funny things was that he said, you know, I really wanted to go all out. I wanted to spend $50 making this record. (laughs) (laughs) And then it says, you know, cause we never spent $50 making a record before. And as you're kind of reading through, you know, like how he created this record, um, like it's, it's just crazy. There were just people just sending recorded, um, you know, pieces for songs in, you know, like somebody was recording a saxophone somewhere and send it in. <laughs> saxophone. Sorry. I can't do it without, I can't hear a saxophone without thinking that. <laughs> I can, I, I like how you project your mind. Sorry. No, it's good. It's good. Um, and just like how many musicians are on it and the guest vocals and, um, like that album was recorded at like various apartments, uh, different pa- practice spaces, and uh, they recorded a piano at a bakery at one point that wow. made the record. <laughs> so it was uh, it was really interesting to read all those things, and I thought, well, that's pretty cool. Not only are you giving a, an album away with a suggestion suggested donation um, that Mike chooses to ignore, but suggested. you're also <laughs> Is the key word. <laughs> suggested. Say it again. Suggested. Sug. Sug. Um. <laughs> um, so this is this is a weird feeling. It I is get, weird. I just get the song? Uh, yeah. Or do you want to go to your next song? Or? No. No? No? Okay. Okay. My song's been played. It's been played out. Played out. All right. I can play my dousing song now. <laughs> Um, it's falling apart, Mike. I'm sorry. We should have really conversed a little bit more before this episode. No, we can't do that. Ruin the magic, hey? Yeah, okay. we don't want to. We don't want to mess with the magic. Well, don't do it. Okay, I won't mess with the magic. No, if it's not broken, don't fix it. It's true. We've seen what happens with that, Mike. Never good. Never. 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 <sighs> Hashtag never. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. All right, you're number four. Go ahead. Uh, dog it's party. probably my number five. Is it dog party? Is your number five dog party? Thankfully not. All right, sweet. Um, so the band I picked was Dog Party. <laughs> okay. The album is Lost Control. Tell me more. It's from t- <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> I think you should do your part, the rest of the episode in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. All right. Have you heard Dog Party before? I've heard the name. I feel like maybe I've heard a song and it didn't click. And oh, is that me? <sighs> no. Oh, it might have been. I it did was get you for I, sure. I did get a text. Get it out of here. I'm sorry. Throw it against the wall, or I will. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck just, it. We'll do it live. You just phone dropped it. <laughs> Thank God there's carpet down here. <laughs> you do that voice for the rest. No. <laughs> I thought about it, though. <laughs> there was a fleeting plot there. There's a moment. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, Dog Party or 
Um, Dog Party released uh, Lost Control in 2013. Okay. It was their third release. And my understanding is it's uh, two sisters. Is that right? Who were, at this time, were 15 and 17 years old. Okay. Which is kind of cool. That is cool. Um, and I remember when it came out, I had heard that they sounded like the White Stripes. Huh. Which they do not sound like the White Stripes. I feel like that was like a lazy journalist that was like, oh, they have a guitar player and a drummer. Two people. And they're related. White Stripes. Yeah. We call them White Stripes. They're just White Stripes. White Stripes too. Yeah. <laughs> just jump on that White Stripes bandwagon. Yeah. Anyway, they don't sound anything like the White Stripes to me. Okay. Uh, they have more of like a Ramones kind of feel or like that kind of. Oh, cool. That kind of pop punk feel. Um, and the song I picked was Best Friend. Okay, so it's in homage to me. Yeah, you are my best friend. Right on. Thank you for being my friend. I don't know the rest of the words of the song. Okay, so I'm not playing a song, and Mike (laughs) is going to play nine songs right now. Sure. It's a dog party with best friend. Break felt quicker than normal. Did it? Yeah. I don't know why. Sometimes it's just really fast and exciting. Yeah, I can't put my finger on it. No. It's like we didn't even play a song. Like we skipped one. That's how the podcast really should be. Just me <laughs> playing my songs. It's pretty much how it is. Yeah. 
In my head, that's what I do. The when I listen to it. Listening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, oh, is this the part where Nate talks again? Ugh, just fast forward. Fast forward. Fast that's forward, how I tell people when they listen to it, too. Fast forward. Fast forward. Well, we're done, thankfully. Um, and um, my last song is Dog Party. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you take the reins of the thank yous like you normally do? Oh. Um, so I have to intro and thank you, people? Intro and thank you. Uh, I just, first of all, I'll say thank you to everyone for listening. Yes. Um, did I do that okay? That was good. That was good, okay. Uh, thank you for your lists, which have really slowed down, but we're not going to complain. No, I think I think we need to start complaining a little bit. Okay. 2018 has been pretty weak so far. Yeah. It's better step it up. Nate's getting mad. Yeah. That's right. All right. Real mad. Real mad. Uh, you can check it's us out. It's real talk. <laughs> you can check us out on all the regular avenues, like our website. Uh, you can go to our Twitter or our Facebook. Uh, on our Facebook, you can talk to us. Uh, Nate did. Nate and me both uh, did a pretty cool thing. Well, no, it's not cool. Oh, what am I talking super about? cool. It was fun to do. Uh, it was like your... What well, was a list? Yeah, it was another list thing. Um, maybe you can explain it a little better than I can. Something about like pick the top 10 albums that influenced you in some way that you still listen to today, even just, even if it's just occasionally. Yeah. So, so we put our lists on the, on the Facebook page because uh, that's where the, the thing came from. Yeah. So, so that's where it is. So, uh, I'd like to see some people post theirs on there. Yeah. Another just opportunity for lists. Yeah. Come on. You guys act like you don't even like lists. That's what this whole thing is about. We like to share music it's and share ideas. Lists. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what am I a list to you? <laughs> Clearly not. Okay, sorry, sorry for interrupting. I'm just getting a little. little Some excited. of you guys might want to join my other group, which is the five most <laughs> annoying things that Nathan does. <laughs> Talks about lists a lot. I'm on that group. Yeah. He's always sending in lists. <laughs> anyway, uh, just uh, say hi, share music and ideas with us. We like we like interacting. Oh yeah, of. I love it. Yeah, sort of. Interactions like one of my favorite things. Like if somebody was like, "What's what's one of your favorite things?" I would say without hesitation, interaction. Yeah, every time. If you know us in real life, you would know that. Let's get moving. Interaction. <laughs> Anyway, uh, like always, thanks for listening. Uh, hope you find some music that you like and yada, yada, yada. Nate, let's hear your last song. <laughs> I love that you brought back yada, yada, yada just for a moment. Yeah. It's good. All right. The band I chose is uh, a Scottish band. Not a lot of punk bands that come out of Scotland that I'm aware of. Are you aware of any Scottish punk bands? I think not off the top of my head, but I feel like the whole UK thing's really exploding for punk and like emo revival and stuff in the last few years. Really? Yeah. So I can't name other than the one I think you're, you're going to pick. I feel like there's probably not a lot of Scottish bands on Asian man records. <laughs> like one, maybe. Maybe one. Yeah. It's the Murder Burgers. What? Yeah. Did you pick the other Scottish band? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the album I chose are, is, uh, these are only problems. I didn't realize that the newest one was actually on Asian man records as well. Oh really? I didn't think so either. Yeah. 
This song is uh, Sorry in Advance. And uh, I mean, if you're, this is a Ramones core band. That's, uh, that's about all you can say about it. It's good. They're really it's good. Ramones core. It's front to back. Go. Uh, I dig it. It really killed me not to put Link 80 or Slapstick on here. Yeah, why didn't you? I kind of expected to see Slapstick, Link 80. Uh, uh, what's that other one that starts with an S? Skank and Pickle. I don't think Skank and Pickle was actually on Asian Man. I think they were. They were on Dill Records, which is the pre-Asian Man record. Oh, uh, isn't there another one that's... I don't know. Yeah. But I did expect Slapstick and Link 80. So why didn't you choose those? Because I really, really love those albums when I was younger, and I just don't know if they hold up as well now. But you didn't listen to them to see if they did? I did. Yeah, and they didn't? And it didn't crack my list here. Right. So they would be honorable mentions. Okay. But I don't know how much of even nostalgia. No, I feel like I still like them, but not enough to put it on the list. I never really got into either of those bands. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I really did. I really <laughs> yeah, did no, like I know. Nate right. knew me a long time ago. <laughs> Still knows me, I think. I still do. Yeah. And I did really like both those bands quite a bit. Cool. Um, but it, So it did kill me not to put them on, but I had to go with Alkaline Trio. Okay. Fair enough. That um, I didn't really get into them till uh, Infirmary. So I got into them on maybe a little Catch Fire. Okay. And uh, late late on that as well. Like I remember hearing them only because we had got those CDs from... from Asian man for our comp. Right. And we didn't put El Clancher on. Which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what were we thinking? <laughs> but, uh, who are these guys? I just, it didn't, uh, originally didn't click for me. Like, I was just like, oh, I don't really get this yeah. sound. And then, um, someone made me a mixtape and it had radio on it. And it was like the last track on the mixtape and it was just perfect. And I was, so I went back and I bought Maybe I'll Catch Fire and fell in love with it. And, uh, the song I picked was Radio obviously excellent and uh it's got to be good because i went back and read some reviews on it and pitchfork hated it oh. they called it one of the worst albums they've seen wow or heard wow so that's bold that made, made me like it even more now excellent murder burgers sorry in advance kind of the theme of this podcast mike <laughs> alkaline trio uh radio bye be excellent to each other Keep all my skulls covered up But every once in a while they open up And your safety's only hold up for so long So it's pretty obvious that something's wrong There's no reason my edges start to break And I worry about driving you away And end up driving myself insane And end up back as we're one again But I've spent time To make sure I'm at peace With my own mind So I hope
I'm not ready. <laughs> You're a lot of talk. Yeah. You got me all oiled up and bailed. <laughs> Is that how you like it? To be oiled up first? <laughs> Reached up like the macho man, Randy Savage. I'm like one of those old-time radio things when they're like, the wind is coming. You're just like that. <laughs>